What's going on, everybody? It's your host, Jimmy Johnson Jr., and I'm back on my podcast, Vitamin Sports, where you take vitamins every day, just like we talk about sports every single day, man. I'm so happy today. I just woke up this morning with a burst of energy, ready to grind and dominate on this podcast, man. I want to get right into it. I want to talk about reality versus fantasy, fans versus analysts. We talk about how fans sometimes are blind. And they don't see the reality of what's going on in the NFL, the NBA, the MLB of sports. And they always had the idea of, I'm going to treat sports like it's fantasy football or it's Madden. That certain moves can happen without consequences. Like certain people think that if we sign a quarterback to or pay his salary, that we can, and he does bad, we can get rid of him in the same breath that we just signed to. It doesn't work like that. You'll wreck your cap space. So that's just some future knowledge right there for any team that's thinking about getting rid of their quarterback after they just paid their salary. You know, I want to talk about how you don't let fans run your organization to the ground. Meaning, just because a fan wants something is not a is not what the team needs. Unless it's an overwhelmingly need like if fans are here saying we need a quarterback and organization agree that we need a quarterback then if they're in a position to get a quarterback then go get a quarterback but don't just settle for what's out there go get something that really makes sense like if let's say there was a draft with uh john elway was the best quarterback and he was the number one quarterback and i had the number one overall pick and we've been losing for the past five years, I'm going to get John Elway because I know that's what my team needs. And I know that's what the fans want. But you see how I started with what the team needs instead of what the fans want. So if your team needs a quarterback, that doesn't mean you go get something else that doesn't make sense. Meaning like if the Steelers need a quarterback, they went to go get a quarterback. And if a quarterback falls to them, then they're most likely, I want to say, 40% probably get the quarterback that falls to them. Or if Carolina needs a quarterback, but the fans want a sexy wide receiver, I'm going to go get what my team wants and needs a quarterback. So that's just the things like, look at the Ravens. If we always went with what the team needs, you know, then we'll never, we will never succeed. You see how people say we need a wide receiver, but yet we've went to two Super Bowls and won two Super Bowls without a top tier receiver, meaning they're like on the upper echelons of great receivers. We also had that philosophy, right player for the right price. Anquan Bolden was the right player. And we got him for the right price. Stephen uh, Smith Sr. was the right player. And we got him at a right price. So you got to have those principles to go along with what you stand for. Because, if, like I said, if you just let fans run your organization, then they'll probably run into the ground and then blame you in the end when really you shouldn't have been listened to them from the beginning. So that's one thing, too, right there. 
Also, when you are a team that's starting to do great pickups and start drafting well, you also got to pay attention to the teams in your division, teams in your conference. Like, for instance, my Baltimore Ravens. We did good, two good pickups. Uh, Mark, Marcus, uh, I think of Michael Pierce and uh, Marcus Williams. Those are two good pickups. But look what other teams are doing in our division. Even though the Steelers pick up uh, Mitchell Trubisky, you know, that's not nothing to sniff, sniff about because if he gets a team to back him up, he's been on a team with a good defense and they went to the playoffs. So that's nothing to really sniff on. Not to mention they still have Dwayne Haskins, who has a big, talented arm, and has been in the Steelers' systems, and he's in a guy who he plays just like Big Ben with a big arm. So that ain't nothing to sniff about. The Browns just got Deshaun Watson, even though he might miss some games next year. Um, there's still nothing to to not look at or worry about. But also the um, – Cincinnati got uh, Hayden Hurts and uh, a tackle, if I'm not mistaken. They got some better pieces, combos in that division. So it's always good to, to worry about what's your division. Like I hear a lot of Washington fans that they're not really worried about their division or a team suck. Let me break it down for you. The Giants' defense was pretty good last year, even though it statistically didn't look good. You saw flashes of what they could be with the right defensive coordinator. Now they got Wayne Martindale, Wink. So Wink is definitely a good defensive coach. So if I was y'all, I would pay attention to them, not to mention the draft isn't here yet. So they could always pick up some key pieces in the draft or teams could trade with them or they could trade some players to a team to get some draft picks. So you got to pay attention to that. Not to mention Dallas is always good in free agency and in the draft. Not to mention they might have potential to pick up Tyron Matthews and Jarvis Landry, but they're probably waiting to the draft to see what's available before they go get, you know, those guys. Same thing with the Eagles. Eagles possibly – have three first-round picks. A team might offer the Eagles something that we never even thought they could offer them, and the Eagles might pick up something. You never know. So it's always good to hush your mouth and watch what's going on around you because you might miss out, and then you might cash a check that your butt can't. You know, it might, yeah, you know what I mean. So it's always good to pay attention. Same thing with um, Nick Wright, who's a um, – the analyst on first things first. He keeps talking about Kansas City don't have nothing to worry about. Yeah, they got, you know, Travis Kelsey and Nico Hartman, but they don't have Tyron Matthews. They don't have a stellar defense where they can just say they have no worries. So they should be a team that pick up a running back and some defensive pieces. So who knows? Who knows? I know they got a lot of draft picks, so they can work some magic. Um, also in that division, they got some decent. The pass rusher is not just decent. It's scary. So hopefully Patrick Mahomes' tackles and guards 
can hold these defenses accountable because a lot of defenses have gotten better in that division. Not to mention offensively, they got better too with the addition of Devontae Adams being added on the Raiders and, uh, you know, Russell Wilson being added to the Broncos. So if I want to rehad this discussion when the draft goes comes around. So we're going to see. But it's a lot of hungry teams this year in every conference, not to mention Tom Brady has came back. But if I was Tom Brady, I'll be looking around. Okay, they just got Bobby Wagner. That defense has took a step back. It also took an inch forward. So every team this year has gotten better. So it's always good to really be quiet and watch what's going on around you because you never know what's coming. Um, also, we can also blame the quarterbacks, too, for not succeeding on a high level. We have to hold quarterback standards high. You can't always give them the pass like you've given Tom Brady or, you know, other quarterbacks. If your quarterback doesn't succeed, we see how that hurts your team. Look at this year's playoff run. You saw how the Titans didn't succeed very well, even though they didn't have Derrick Henry 100%. That was the moment for uh, Ryan Tannehill to step up and do his thing. Same thing with Jimmy Garoppolo. People keep saying, oh, the 49ers going to get rid of Jimmy. How? And Jimmy has done great things for that organization. You know, he keeps them in winning situations rather than put the ball in harm's way, which he also can do. We've seen him do that against uh, the Cowboys and the Rams. Unfortunately, he succeeded over the Cowboys, but he did not succeed over the Rams, you know, with the power of Aaron Donald and that stellar defense. So it goes to show you, you got to you gotta have equal blame that goes around. You saw when the Rams didn't have a quarterback, they didn't shy away from blaming Jared Goff, but also didn't shy away from the defense, didn't play particularly well either. So the blame goes all the way around. Same thing with the Baltimore Ravens. We can say our defense was definitely a problem along with injuries, but injuries are a part of the game. So when when people throw injuries at you, be like, well, injuries are a part of the game. You got to be healthy. You got to have everybody under the right mindset. And you got to have be ready for your open window. The Rams have done that. The Rams is one of those teams that had the possibility of two open windows. They, uh, this last season that just passed and the uh, season where Tom Brady played. He won his last Super Bowl. Excuse me. He won his last Super Bowl. So it's always good to have that understanding of a window of opportunity comes around multiple times. We just got to execute on when the window is open. And the Rams got rid of their quarterback. They got a new quarterback. And he took full advantage of his opportunity. Same thing with Joe Burrow. They got Joe Burrow. He was injured. Came back. Their window of opportunity was there. They took it. Unfortunately, the Rams wanted it more. And they executed. So it's good to always share the blame amongst players team and staff because you never know what can happen never know what can happen so that's good um also 
when we look at you know fandom i talked about this previously fandom can be blind from reality because we want something we want it instead of we going after we need something we need this this also can be applied to life itself we always want something but how about we sit back and figure out what we need we want to be a millionaire but do we really need to be a millionaire we want to be great but do we need to be great in order to be a better person so those are the things you got to really relate to when it comes to real life situations and sometimes a want can just be a dream you can want to be great but you need to work out you need to put in the work you need to do this in order to be great so want and need goes hand in hand if you want to be great these are the stuff that you need to do see the need word is in there so same thing with players and fan i mean fans you want your team to be good but these are the very three things that they need so when an organization has those needs and is they're able to get those needs then hey the fans got what they wanted but the team got what they needed so it goes hand to hand you know I love talking about sports because it keeps me motivated. It keeps me going after my dreams and goals of becoming the world's greatest analyst. But sometimes I get tired of talking to people and my voice starts changing. And then I get my passionate voice and then it rises and rises and rises. And it goes like, when I talk about football, I'm like, yeah, man, you know, boom, 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 and bop, bop, bop. Or basketball, you know, Kobe was the greatest. But they were like, no, he not. But then sometimes after a while, I just get them and like my voice goes like this. And it's like, yeah, man, like, what? Like, sometimes when I argue with people, it sounds like a woman when she scratched her hands on the chalkboard. It just, it just gets annoying because sometimes people don't know what they're talking about. And sometimes I watch, you know, these sports shows. That's why I say certain player, former players should do podcasts instead of sports shows because they be looking confused on there. Like Brandon Marshall. You're an analyst, but you didn't know that majority of the teams get guaranteed contracts in the NBA. I'm confused. That's something that an analyst should know. And then analysts should do research. You got to be a researcher, a historian, and a guy that knows numbers. Not saying you have to be overwhelmingly good at math, but you got to know stats. You got to know certain things, certain numbers that make sense or projections that a certain player can go on to in order for them to reach a certain milestone. So that goes hand in hand. That's why everybody can't be an analyst. Everybody can do a podcast, but everybody can't be an analyst because you got to have that combination. Like I said, you got to be an historian. You got to be a statistic major and you got to know what makes sense, what to say and what not to say. You got to be well balanced. Like for me, I'm well balanced in basketball. I'm well balanced in football. I'm starting to learn and understand boxing. I'm starting to re reawaken those certain things in baseball. Like so far, I know. No, I stopped watching baseball after the Orioles lost to the Kansas City Royals in the playoffs. 
I think they were one game away from the World Series. But I'm starting to broaden myself off. I start talking about women's basketball, too, because I hear a lot of my fans love women's basketball. Uh, Kamal, my previous guest I had on here, we chatted a little bit about women's basketball, and I'm going to have him back on here so we can talk more about that. And for those women out there that love women's basketball, too, I open the door to you to come on my podcast and talk about it. But, you know, it's back to my point of, you know, sometimes you got to separate the reality of the fantasy world. I mean, separate reality. Yeah, reality from fantasy. Everybody wants to talk sports, but everybody can't talk about sports. Just like everybody want to be a doctor, but everybody can't be a doctor. Everybody want to go to the league, but everybody don't have it in their heart and mind and soul to really push and sacrifice and go to the league. Everybody don't have the chance or mental capabilities of one of being great. Like Shannon Sharp said previously, you have to make sacrifices. You ever wonder why, you know, in everybody Hall's fame speech, they say, you know, thank you to my family, thank you to the man above and all that. It's because they know how much they had to sacrifice in order to be great. They had they couldn't go to parties, they couldn't go to birthdays, they couldn't do certain things because they had to go tap into that extra level. And I'm saying this to say this to Lamar Jackson. Yeah, it was a good thing you came to Morgan and showed the community that you want to stay here. But how about you show the community by bringing them home on Super Bowl or making it to the AFC Championship? Or how about even signing your contract? You know, certain things leaders have to do, great players have to do in order to sacrifice. But it also brings me to my last point is those who are hung those who chase leftovers will always be hungry. And this applies to real life, fellas. Chase a woman that wants to see you be great, that motivates you to be who you are and wants you to be yourself. She wants to see you do well for yourself. You know, with those like, she's like, she'll say, baby, I want you to be, you want to be a millionaire? Well, here's some things I think can help you. And you might not you know, accept all the things, but you really consider that, damn, my wife really wants me to be great and vice versa. Same thing. A woman should want a man that wants to push her to do great things. So it goes hand in hand. But how this applies to sports is that we, as a, as football, you know, football, NBA or MLB, it's not always good to have that mindset of, yeah, I want this guy, but when you get him, it doesn't make sense. Or I want that guy, but he only, yeah. So I like the mindset that the Ravens have, right player for the right price. Meaning if I get Bobby Wagner, I'm getting him with a great price of maybe a two-year deal where he basically is a student to, I mean, a teacher to, Patrick Queen, and we still getting production out of him. Last year, a lot of people don't know this, but he was first in all categories for a linebacker. And that just goes to show you how well people are paying attention to certain things that we do and how that is crazy because it shows you like, yeah, 
I think you should really pay attention to these things that you're learning. I really think you should really listen to what Bobby Wagner has to say. I think you should really, really, really listen to what's going on in the world because not only is he teaching you something that he's already been through, because I'm not sure if Bobby Wagner has some mentorship. I'm not really sure if a lot of players have mentorships. But don't always ch- chase after leftovers because you're going to always be hungry. Why don't you go for a meal instead of a snack? Because you get more off of a meal than rather than a snack. A snack is going to hold you from momentarily. A meal will keep you satisfied longer than a snack. Same thing with, you know, long-term goals rather than short-term goals. Rather than fast money, than general uh, general welfare. I mean, generational welfare. Same thing if uh, a player that's in his prime, then a player that's two years removed from his prime, but he's still productive. You saw how that was with the Patriots. They removed a guy that was two years removed from his prime and went and started going with a rookie. I mean, you know, of course they drafted a guy and they had Cam, of course, but you get the point. Right player, right price. My organization has always went with that mindset, and I'm going to go with that mindset. I want to thank family, friends, of course, the man above God, and stay tuned to Vitamin Sports. If you know somebody that loves sports, invite them on here. I don't care if they're a girl, an old lady, an old man, you know, a little kid. Of course, we'll have some guidelines and rules and stuff, but I don't care who you bring on here. Tell your friends. Tell anybody that loves sports, man. I love to have the competition of people come on here and debate me about sports. I love it because it not only makes me better, but it also gives me that community aspect that it's not just I'm providing my voice and knowledge of the game, but it's that I'm providing outlets for young people to do stuff what they love. And I love this. Hey, I'm not new to this. I'm true to this. I'm your host, Jimmy Johnson Jr., and this is Vitamin Sports. See you.